1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I'm excited to bring you another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. And as always, I've got a guest on on the line with me today. I want to tell you a little bit about my guest as I'm introducing him. Uh, This man has become an inspiration to me, and he probably didn't even know that before today because he's one of these people who is just out there creating value in this world uh, putting it out there in a way that people can access it, and that's part of our our content for today, actually. Um, his name is Paul Colligan. Welcome to the show, Paul. Well, thank you. I am thrilled to have you with me here today. Um, just so our our listeners will know a little bit more, you're really busy out there helping people to leverage the technology that is available to us today to get their message out and to share what it is that they uniquely do to create value in this world with other people. And uh, that seems to be a real fascination of yours, but I can also tell you have quite a bit of passion for that.
2: Well, first of all, thank you for stating it that way. Typically, I I don't um, get introduced that way, and that's the way I'd prefer to be introduced, because it is about leveraging the technology to get your message out.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, unfortunately, a lot of times people think the technology becomes the message. That's why right. you have 8,000 podcasts about podcasting, or, you know, a couple thousand books about writing books, or movies about making movies, you, you know, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And and there's considerably more options than that out there. And, and um, you know, if tech doesn't let us accomplish something, if we can't leverage this thing to you know, get more done or get more free time or spend more time with our family or, you know, something to benefit than then why have it? There seems to be a fascination Damn. with uh, tech for tech's sake, and you know, I actually think that's kind of dangerous.
1: You know, I think I saw a tweet that you put out not too long ago to that effect about uh, what is all this technology for anyway? And there's something at the root of it. There's something that the technology is allowing us to do Uh, that has to have a value beyond the technology itself and uh, Uh,
2: absolutely you know and and if it doesn't you know then then stop (laughs) you know and figure out exactly right now why you're embracing this Mm -hmm. you know you know i think the planet's actually made up of really two types of people you know the first type they think deep down that tech is here to make our life harder Mm -hmm. and they build businesses and companies around it and you know, actually, I, I honestly believe that's where Microsoft is at its heart. You know, tech is here; it's 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 complicated. You know, and we have to we have to conquer the beast. Mm-hmm. And that's what what we're here for. And then you got you know you got the other side of the world, which is wait a minute, tech is here to do our bidding. Tech is here to make our lives easier, our lives better, our lives more fun. And I really mm-hmm. think that's sort of the Apple take on things. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not you know who programs better or you know, who hires the smarter people, or or even who has more passion. You know, Mm -hmm. I've met people at Microsoft with tremendous passion. Tremendous Mm -hmm. passion. Mm -hmm. But it's a passion for, you know, taming the beast as opposed to making the beast, you know, do what it should be doing for us in the first place.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, who invented whom, huh? Yep. (laughs) And for what purpose? Yep. So, as I was introducing you, Paul, I... I wanted to make a point that what you're doing is trying to help people to to use what's what's been just bestowed on us. You know, I didn't go out there and invent all of this technology. But here it is available to me. And I've I had a conversation uh oh about a year ago, I guess, with um with David Meerman Scott. And uh, he wrote a book called The New Rules of Marketing and PR and uh, just recently came out with one called The Worldwide Rave. Yep. Uh, David helped to turn, turn me on to uh, some of this new media and what it is that it's done for our world. You know, it's really comparable to what the printing press was in the days of Gutenberg.
2: Yep. But you know something? What's that? When the printing press came out, Politics, faith, you know, the powers that be, mm-hmm. they sat down and they said, what does this mean? Right. You know, and we started printing Bibles, and the mm-hmm. Protestant Reformation happened, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, what happens if if, if books move from the, from the, you know, the absolute rich to the everyman? How mm-hmm. does this change things? And they sat down, and they spent time making sense of it, and we... Don't do that enough with the tech that's out today. Oh, look, you know, a new version of Windows. You know, oh, look, a 17 terabit hard drive. You know, you know, not what, is, what does it mean. And, and so, yes, it's, it's as big as it was back then, but, you know, unfortunately, sadly, back then, I think we handled it a little bit better.
1: <laughs> well, and I think that there were people who were afraid of it, and there were people who resisted it, and there were people who embraced it, but th- that's an interesting concept, Paul, about how they how they tried to consider what does it mean. And I think embedded in that question is what is it for? Yep. And uh, it's a vehicle. Well, a vehicle carries things. What does it carry? It's kind of like, you know, would you ever stockpile copper wire because you're fond of energy? Right. Uh, it's not the copper wire that you value. It's It's the power that can flow through that wire. Exactly, and so I think as we develop this discussion today, I know that you uh understand this concept of content, and what we have to offer the world is the content, and there's a lot of vehicles for getting it out there, and you've become an expert at helping people to you know pick out their vehicle or use it well. Uh, but what is it that they're going to deliver? You know, I'm I'm also remembering, um, and I apologize for forgetting the name. He's, he's one of the uh, uh, the executives for Google who described most of the internet content out there as being a cesspool. Are you familiar with that?
2: <laughs> no, but but <laughs> sounds like something they might say. Uh,
1: and uh, and what he meant was, you know, people are using this technology for what? Uh, and very little of it had had very uh very relevant meaning to people in their lives so when the rubber meets the road i think what we're all about here is what do you have and and speaking to anyone out there all of you listeners what do you have that could improve someone else's life yep
2: and and, and mm-hmm. if you can get it out quicker easier, faster, and with a bigger distribution than ever before, how does that change it? You know, mm-hmm. if you had something that could enrich the life out of one out of every thousand people, and you live in a village of 500, you know, the numbers mm-hmm. aren't good.
1: Yeah, where are you going to find that half person? Yeah,
2: exactly. But if you've got the entire world in front of you, how does that change things? Mm-hmm. And that's where the real power of all this is.
1: That's right. You know, a friend of mine... uh, Leslie Householder wrote a book called The Jackrabbit Factor. And I was having a conversation with her about, uh, she calls it the bathroom key analogy. And and she said, you know, if you've got a shop and you've got something really valuable that you want to sell to people or whatever, you know, you open up your shop. You don't stand at the front door and offer everybody the bathroom key. Uh, Here it is. It's right down the aisle to the right. Here, take it. Take it. You know, that just irritates people because most people coming into your shop don't want the bathroom key. And the ones who do already know that they want it. They're looking for it. You just have to make it available to them. So in the same way, you know, like with your example of a village of 500, if you're offering a bathroom key to 30 people, how many people want it? Yep. Uh, But if you offer it to 30,000 people, how many want it? So that's the benefit of the technology is to getting it out to the people who already know that they want it and would value it. In fact, you know what? Can I share a quick story with you, Paul? Please. I I was losing sleep one night because I I enjoy podcasting. I've got a couple of podcasts that I do primarily to help people with their relationships and and just living life on purpose and parenting. You know, these are the kinds of things that I offer. And uh, this was... I guess over a year ago. And I was losing sleep one night because I couldn't figure out how I could keep this going. Uh, I had no idea. How do do I monetize this? How do I turn it into something that has an economic engine behind it? And so I went to the internet, of course, uh, to Google. That's where everybody gets their their information now, right? And I typed in monetizing a podcast. And guess who came up?
2: I sure hope it was me. (laughs) It was you. Oh, good.
1: Yeah, between you and Alex, uh, I got a lot of good uh, content that night. And you know what? It's exactly what I was looking for. It answered several of the questions that I had so well that I have since been a loyal follower. And we've just recently actually made personal contact. Uh, But for all of that time, you were creating valuable content for me because you were able to use this technology to leverage it and get it out there. So, I don't know if I'm asking for a response to that, Paul. What is your uh, response to that?
2: Uh, cool. This <laughs> That's exactly works. what you wanted. <laughs> this stuff works. You know, and and the funny thing is, let's go back to that, that um, let's go back to that, you know, um, Village of 50 example. Uh-huh. There are very few people out there who actually want to monetize a podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And if I were to try to set up shop here in downtown Portland, you know, with a monetize, you know, podcast monetization store, I'd go out of business so quickly, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't even funny. Yeah. And, you know, part of search engine marketing and, and part of internet marketing is, is not 25,000 people at your website. It's, it's enough customers to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because sometimes people go, you know, well, how are you number one for podcast monetization? Well, I'm the only person talking about it, <laughs> and, and and Google's doing its job, or at least I'm the only one with any any um
1: with relevant content, yeah, re-
2: relevant content talking mm-hmm. about it, and and therefore it's just Google doing its job. It's really not what am I doing right? It's 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 what is Google doing right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, mm-hmm. and so so that is the you know that is the opportunity that we have in front of us, and and it's really really exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, as we we're gonna come up on a break here in just a few minutes, but. What I would like to kind of get into next, I know there's a lot of people listening who have this idea that that maybe they do have something that they want to offer the world. And I think there's a little bit of an entrepreneur in every one of us. Maybe I'm biased about that because I'm such an entrepreneur myself. But that sense that there's something valuable that I could offer this world And I'd like to kind of develop that topic a little bit, Paul, and get into, well, where where can you go with this? What can you do with it? Let's do it. All right, stick with us. We'll be back in just a minute. Thank you for joining me for the Live On Purpose Radio Podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower: Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com. If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single-day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed guaranteed. This
4: belief started to grow inside of me that I thought,
1: oh, I can really do this.
4: I can read you know, as fast as I let myself read. And uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really
1: good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems. Reading at the speed of imagination.
5: I've seen the and
1: the like you do. Okay, welcome back. Paul, we've got a good start on this thing. I'm I'm just thinking about all of the w- all of the great ideas that are out there. And most of them aren't mine.
2: Yeah, they're not mine either.
1: <laughs> and I'm just glad that people have a way to share those ideas now with, with the new media. Uh, when I say new media, I'm talking primarily about the Internet. And uh, that includes, of course, you know, blogging, podcasting, social networking, things like that. And I was wondering if you might just take a minute... And share some of your thoughts about where people can start with with this new media and getting their getting their idea out about how they can improve the lives of other human beings.
2: Well, the the, the first thing I'd do is I would participate in the process because you you know you you don't know what you don't know, <laughs>
3: you yeah. know for
2: lack of a better term. Now, your, um, your audience is already participating in, the, in this podcast, so they've taken the first step, and, and, and congrats. But, you know, immerse yourself in this. Um, start mm-hmm. reading blogs and ask yourself, how are these things different than the traditional press? And, and I'll give you a couple mm-hmm. of clues. Um, number one, they're exactly, well, the good ones are exactly the amount of words that they need to be. You know, um, mm-hmm. oftentimes on uh, newspaper, you, you know, it's, it's funny, some people that love blogs the most are, um, are n- newspaper authors and, and, and magazine writers, because they've always been told, you know, make this fact in 1,500 words, period.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, what's a th- but it's a 3,000-word topic. Well, cut it in half. Right. You know, or even worse, well, it's a 200-word topic. Well, Expand it. it. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so, start reading blogs, because uh, they're only as, you know, the good ones are only as long as they need to be. Start listening to podcasts. Same exact thing, and and immerse yourself into this. And and what will happen is, is just ask yourself the question, you know, can, can I blog? Um, can can I podcast, mm-hmm. audio, video? You know, you know what what makes sense to who I am and what it is that I'm doing. And and I think if you if you ask yourself those questions, a lot of them, you, you know, at least you'll be you know halfway down the path. And um, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you see what's out there, you know, you'll be pleasantly surprised with how. Easy it is to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It, I think that fear of something new, is what what freezes some people up. You know, and and it's not just the fear of something new. I've compared it also to power tools, and I've sh- I've shared before on this podcast that when I was a young boy, I had an experience where my brother was injured by a chainsaw. And that was scary. Sure. You know, that was a little disturbing to me. And ever since, I've kind of avoided chainsaws. You know, this was probably when I was 12 years old. And uh, not too long ago, my neighbor and I were removing a big Chinese elm tree from between our our driveways. It, its roots had uh, broken up the concrete on both sides. So we are removing this tree, and I'm out there with a with a bow saw just sawing away at it. Vumpa, vumpa, vumpa. You know, my my neighbor comes out and says, you know, I've got a chainsaw, Paul. And I wasn't even considering using a chainsaw, yep. you know, because of the fear that I had. Well, he brought out his chainsaw. We had the job done in just a fraction of the time yep. that it would have taken for me to do that with stupid handsaw that I was using. And uh, I've I've had people talk about social media that way. You know, I'm not getting on Facebook because, you know, I know a lot of relationships that have been damaged by Facebook. Uh, To me, that's the power tool syndrome.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I think you're deadly right. And and the the, the cure to the power tool syndrome, you know, you actually do have to be careful with the chainsaw. Yes. You know, um, the computer... You know, something freaks out. Turn it off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. If you don't like the podcast, stop listening. Right. You know, and you've got some real options now to just be in control and and that's part of the markings of what it is that we have now. So, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, consider that. I, 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 mean, yeah, there's fear. Um, you know, you know. Well, am I going to lose my job? You know, um, what mm-hmm. is this going to do to my business? What is this going to do? We know it's there, so you really don't have a choice. And I, I'd recommend trying to figure out how to make sense of it other than running away from it, because I'll, I'll tell you this, it's not going away.
1: No, it's not. And if you have a chainsaw, for heaven's sakes, read the owner's manual. Sure. Read the instructions, follow the safety guidelines, and there's a lot of that available. In fact, Paul, you're one of the authors of the the owner's manual for the Internet. Of. Uh, I don't know if you call it that. I th- well you've got a bible that you've helped to write, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we got the business podcasting bible.
1: <laughs> well, that's the deal, you know, get out there and and tap into the knowledge of the people who are using it and using it effectively. And I like what you've already said here, Paul. The first step is to participate in the process. Immerse yourself. Get out there. Get beyond your fear of the thing. Check it out and you're going to start having ideas almost immediately about how you could apply some of these uh, tools to what it is that you're trying to share. Yep. And it doesn't have to be fancy. Nope. You're going to find some things that are, and that's fine. You you know, most of those people have been working on it for a while. But you're going to find some things that are very basic but have some good, solid content. And uh, other things that are kind of, you know, like the cesspool. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So you learn to discriminate that. Well, Paul, I've uh, I've read a few other things that you've written and I can tell that you have uh, some feelings about whether people should just kind of sit around and be a victim or take control of their life and move forward. And I I think this discussion so far is leading us toward, okay, there's some resources out there. What are you going to do to bring yourself up to speed? with what it is you don't know you don't have to be afraid of it but just take a look at it and start to educate yourself and participate in the process what would be another step beyond that
2: well you know the you know the statement not being a victim
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know i think even a lot of victims like to think that they're not the victim but they have you know you know that victim thinking mm-hmm. um and and you know so let's let's change the dialogue a little bit Okay. Um, Let's change it to opportunity. You know, before we had this call, before we recorded this episode, I was editing something on iMovie 09, the new version of iMovie from Apple, Mm -hmm. using a feature i had heard about uh, but hadn't gotten a chance to play with yet. Mm -hmm. Freaking blew my mind. (laughs) <laughs> it yeah. just absolutely blew my mind.
1: As much of this stuff will,
2: and and I produced a video for a little project I'm doing that is a million times better than anything I've ever done before, and you know I did it in about thirty minutes, and I, I, I'm just I'm I'm dumbfounded. Fact mm. of the matter was, when I was in high school, I helped submit a proposal for a video editing system for the high school. You know, and what we needed was we needed eighty thousand dollars. Um, to get this video editing bay that does you know one one hundredth of what iMovie, which I think I paid eighty dollars for the upgrade mm-hmm. um, you know now does mm-hmm. and it's 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 no longer how do you stop being a victim it's it, it's more how do you not embrace what is in front of you mm-hmm. you know high speed wireless internet access you know at you know my dad was asking me he's about to switch providers, you know, as contracts up, it's it's time to get a little, you know, rebate action and see what the options are. And, you know, my dad asked me, well, you know, how, how is this speed? And I said, well, dad, that is that is um, a little bit more than 15 times as fast as I was putting, as what I was paying $1,800 a month for, you know, 10 years ago.
5: Yeah.
2: And, and thrilled, and thrilled that I'd cut out the middleman, you know, that enabled me to cut that number in half. Mm-hmm. You know, if we got computers now that are incredibly fast, tools that let us do these things, connectivity that's there, access to the entire world, you know, you owe it yourself to dip your, your, your toe in the pool. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and how, do you, how do you not embrace what was happening out there? I mean, I mean, if I was walking down the street, you know, handing out, you know, free money, you, you'd grab it. And, and, mm-hmm. and the Internet now is almost as close to free money as you can possibly get. Um, you know, you gotta unwrap a couple of things and position a couple of things and say a couple of things, but you know you, you know, it's it's there. You know, grab it. I've I've never seen anybody who has has not embraced this and, and taken it to its fullest shot who who hasn't seen great success. Now, I've seen mm-hmm. a couple of people who you know, I, I affiliate marketing is a is a really interesting thing on the internet. Affiliate marketing is mm-hmm. a is, is basically, it's, it's a fancy way of saying online commission sales. That's right. And, and the thing that's interesting about affiliate marketing is that um, whereas, you know, if I were to hire a sales guy here in Portland, mm-hmm. there is a ton of legal paperwork. There's unemployment insurance. There's, you know, a bazillion things. So a million years, I, I, I just wouldn't think about it. It's just, it just not worth the effort. But now for, you know, 50 bucks a month, I can tie into one of any, you know, 8,000 or so affiliate programs out there and, you know, tie that into my system. So, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. the Podcast Secrets program. Well, you know, that had an affiliate program to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and about right. 70% of our sales came from affiliates. And, and not only did we, actually the checks are coming out soon, so we haven't sent them out, but we'll be sending out some rather significant checks. You know, it's it's the win-win. People are getting big checks for for treating me right and I filled the class because people treated me right. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's good stuff.
5: Mm-hmm. But
2: I remember I got an email from somebody about five years ago. They had signed up for my affiliate program and they'd put a link up at their website saying, Hey, Paul's got this stuff for sale and they wanted to know where their checks were. Mm-hmm. And like, um you know, I looked at the page and first of all there were eight thousand offers on it. So just, you know, straight marketing one oh one even if he if that person brought traffic to it you, you know why would mine appear as opposed to anybody else's? and the sad yeah. thing is it's not just that he wasn't making money from mine and he was making money from the other 7999 you know he just wasn't making money on any of them
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, so you know you got you got apply a little lodge to this you got to apply you know you know a little bit of elbow grease and that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. you know you know back to that power tool imagery you know man that that chainsaw makes it a lot easier to chop down the tree
3: mm-hmm
2: you know, and when chopping down the tree becomes a you know a ten minute process as opposed to an all day process, you, you know you you think a lot more about chopping down the tree, and you got the opportunities in front of you. That's you know, right. if if launching, you know, if getting into a commission sales opportunity, um, required that I interview fifty times, and then you know find 50 different sales options a week i i I wouldn't do it but Mm -hmm. by spending up for a couple of programs and building a website i'll definitely take a look
1: that's the power tool we'll be right back
4: J Larson ideaorbit.com with the World of Ideas report Those who teach children all too often have to say the following statement Stop leaning back on your chair or how about that is going to break that chair In fact Did you know each year over 7,000 injuries are reported in British hospitals alone due to children seesawing on their chairs. Worldwide injuries reach the hundreds of thousands each year. One British teacher finally decided to do something about this. His name is Thomas Keisel and his new invention not only stopped children from rocking back in their chairs, But he retired as a teacher because his product was so profitable. He calls it Max. Max is a chair design where the back legs of the chair are bent backwards a little. This makes it virtually impossible to lean back. By keeping all four legs on the ground, Thomas' chair is keeping children out of hospitals. His chair is becoming widely popular as he was receiving orders from schools all over. Congratulations Thomas Keisel on a grounded idea. This is Shay Larson, ideaorbit.com with the World of Ideas report. I've got a great idea.
0: Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I've thought of it a moment. Ago.
1: The first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. The last is to say thank you. In between, the leader is a servant, Max Dupree. So Paul, as we were having a conversation just before this last break about power tools, it it occurred to me that every single time I use power tools, I have to work. Yep. And that part is not going away anytime, anywhere. Uh, power tools exist, and you still have to
2: work. Right, but a lot less work than we ever had to do before.
1: Exactly. And it it just makes your work so much more efficient and effective.
2: Oh. We, we could build a house with a rock and nails... You know, but the hammer, you know, makes things a lot more effective.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, as far as the new media is concerned, the fact that you have a blog or a podcast uh, doesn't mean that, that you're providing value to people. Correct. Talk for just a minute about content and the importance of the content.
2: Well... You know, content, the, the the classic statement is, you know, if you don't know what you want, you're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And, you know, one of the things I, I've been fascinated by, you know, this, uh, this, this four-hour work week book that was uh, yeah. about a year old now.
1: Timothy Ferris.
2: You know, you know, got a chance to hang out with Tim a little bit and get to get to see him in action a little bit, and, and, and there were some really funny things, but <laughs> the thing about the book, um, I'm going to give you guys the, the Reader's Digest condensed version of it. Okay. You know, the first third of the book is the vision. Mm-hmm. The second third of the book is what I call the life hacks, the little things that you can do to pull this thing off. Mm-hmm. Those were impressive, but really the most powerful part of the book the most impactful part of the book was the end of it where he basically said, look, here's the deal. If you don't know what you're going to do with those other 36 hours, Mm -hmm. you're never going to have the four-hour work week. Yeah. And he was dead on. You know, um, I had asked, you know, I I, I really enjoy this job. I enjoy what I'm doing. You know, what would I do if it only happened in four hours? And I had to really sit back and and, and work things through. And, you know, now, now I have answers and that's probably a, entire different episode but um Mm -hmm. it's um it's 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 the reality of where things are so you're going to create a show well you know if you flip on the microphone and start chatting if you don't know what it is that your show is trying to accomplish not only will you not get there but you're going to bore the heck out of a lot of people on the way Mm -hmm. so you know i mean classic you know Covey. begin with the end in mind you know what's Mm -hmm. the goal what's the accomplishment here What, what are you trying to attempt you know when you Ran the credits at the beginning of the show. You know, I mean, you explain what this show is about, what it is you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and as a result, when this thing's over, you know, you're going to able to ask yourself, you know, well, should we should we publish this one? You know, did this one meet, or is Paul just a, you know, rambling fool? And obviously, somebody else writes his copy. <laughs> you know, and and if you know what it is you're trying to do, then you can point yourself in 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 that direction. So, you know, the very first thing I do is what would I want? What would the audience that I'm dealing with want? And, and, and the great thing is, is this is part of the, the participatory part of all this. As you start to immerse yourself in a community, you know, you, you pick the community of, um, you know, people passionate about aluminum recycling. You know, I'm looking at a Diet Pepsi can here on my desk.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and you find this community passionate about aluminum recycling and, and you want to do a, you know, a podcast about the, the aluminum cycling industry. Well, the great thing is you start to figure out this world and you're on the blogs, and you're commenting, and you're Twittering, and you're Facebooking, and all these things, we can say, you know, I would love to launch a show about our little world. What do we need? You know, what's missing? What's out there? Or, or you know, if you've got an idea, say, hey, you know, um, I want to launch a show, and here's what I want to do, and here's the angle that I'm going to take. You know, would this be worth your time? Is this something that you'd be interested in? You know, either one of those angles are, is, is really popular, or, or, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, either one of those angles is really doable. Mm-hmm. And, and if, you, if you take those on, you, you'll get some really, really interesting results. Now, you can be honest with yourself. You know, you don't want to go out to the world and say, this is my plan. Please tell me I'm right. You know, you know if you really want to do research, you, you know, the, 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 the great thing is if you've got to do your research and you find that you're wrong, you should just be bouncing up and down because, I mean, you saved yourself a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of heartbreak. You know, and, 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 and people yeah. forget that. You know, failure is just a testing result. You know, is this a good idea? No, good. Glad I didn't do 100 episodes about it.
1: Good to know that now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but we know? we get so darn attached to yeah. our own stuff. Yeah. Uh I like what you're saying there about be open to that feedback. Yeah. It's it's market research. It's testing.
2: You you know, it's not just it's it's you know, market research and testing sounds so pie in the sky and sounds so high and mighty. Mm. You know, this is also this is the stuff that's going to, you know, give you the info that's going to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get calls all the time. I get emails and Facebook things and tweets and, and events. You know, hey, Paul, you know, I've got this podcast and, and you know, we've got half a million downloads and, and it's sucking my life dry and I haven't made a dime from it. What do I do?
3: Hmm.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> let's um. Uh, wow, you know, you know what a question and 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 what they did was they pinned themselves into a corner where where they well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sell anything and I, I I'm not going to promote anything and I'm not going to you know well, you, you know, you kind of did this to yourself.
3: Hmm.
2: And if you actually you know prevent this from happening by by not doing this to yourself, you might be in a really, really interesting place. Mm-hmm. You know, you a know, popular example, it's really kind of funny, one of the most popular podcast um, growth markets in the planet right now is our foreign language lessons, which is really interesting. Yeah. But you know what the problem is, is what is a foreign language lesson person going to sell? You know, foreign language tapes? Well, they're already giving them away for free.
1: On the podcast.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, you know there are these foreign language lessons with tremendous downloads, teaching tremendous content, offering great things to the world, but they never sat down and said, well, my goodness, how am I going to pay the bills on this?
1: Mm-hmm. The, so being clear about the direction you want something to go, but then we're also getting into this aspect of what's the economic engine for that?
2: Well, well, the, the economic engine is completely and totally dependent on where you want this to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get... A book contract, mm-hmm. then your goal is to produce a podcast and get a bazillion people listening to it and get buzz and get a book contract really quickly and get a high signing bonus and get that book out the door. So the economic engine is, you know, the advance check from the publishing company. Mm-hmm. You know, if your goal for podcasting is to get clients, you know, who think, uh, you, you know, who, who have, instead of, you know, the, the classic email, hey, I'd like to buy you lunch and pick your brain for three hours. Mm-hmm. you know, well you know i normally charge for that right and it's a lot more than lunch you, you know but if i had a podcast where you know and gee do you know anybody who's doing this you know if i had a podcast where i shared my dreams and who i am and what i'm doing and what i stand for and now if you consume that podcast now you know who i am and now we can you know come to the table with 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 dialogue and and, and understanding you know all done robotically now this recorded once, it would make a lot more sense for you and me to just have a conversation but if mm-hmm. it's recorded once and played, you know, a couple thousand times, now we got some serious leverage here. So if that's the case, the economic engine is nothing. But let's mm-hmm. go to the example of the foreign language thing. You know, well, the economic engine is is going to have to be something, because I'm certainly not going to sell tapes on the show.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: you got to sit down and figure out what it is, mm-hmm. and figure out if it's worth it, and figure out, you know, if, if this is something that, that you want to take on. So... You can sell ads um, you got to do just massive numbers to sell ads mm-hmm. um, you know you can do you can do affiliate marketing inside of your ads which is which is better because if you made a real connection with your audience um, you're going to get much better conversion than, than traditional people do but the best thing really is is, is to sell your own product to mm-hmm. you sell your own services to sell your own you know books and CDs and t-shirts and all that
3: stuff-hmm.
2: You know, and that's where the opportunities are. Now you can sell your own content. You know, we built a we built an engine over at PremiumCast that, that lets you do just that. And and if you want to sell your own content, you know, that's definitely an option out there. But but you got to kind of figure out what it is. You, you know, in the old days we had this concept called ready aim fire.
5: Uh-huh.
2: You know, now we for some reason tend to fire aim ready, right. and then we're really surprised that it's not working. <laughs>
1: Right. So the clarity about your purpose, pointing it in that direction, these are these are all very fundamental concepts. Right. Too. And they have
2: nothing to do with podcasting or new media. That's right. Yeah.
1: It's just when you got a podcast or a blog or the new media working for you, the social networking, you're working with power tools. Yep. And the power tools put you out there in a way that will get the job done faster, but there's some danger to it if you don't know how to use it properly. Yep. Uh, so that purpose is going to be... It's just like cutting down the tree. You know, you want to make sure you're aiming for the tree and not for your garage or something. Yep. Um, and and that has to do with the purpose. Paul, what, uh, what have you found are the main hang-ups that people face as they're trying to figure out how to get their message out?
2: Well One of the big issues is that we have, unfortunately, equated often the value of the output of the, cont- uh, the output of the technology with the value of the technology itself. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or let me rephrase that. We often confuse the value of the technology with the value of the output. You know, let me give right. you an example you know, the, the new Star Trek movie that's huge right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard people. I don't mind paying 20 bucks. Think of how much money they spent on the special effects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but is it any good?
3: <laughs> right.
2: You know, and, and then somebody goes to see a little um, introspective, out, you know, art house film. You know, what was a good movie, and it, and it moved me, and it made me think a lot of things, but I, there weren't enough explosions to be worth the 15 bucks. Well, wait a minute. You know, if it moved you... I mean, that's that's the very definition of art, and, and, and who cares if things didn't blow up? And so, unfortunately, what happens with, with, with podcasting and new media and blogging is, I mean, you can set up, for all of purposes, you can do all this for free.
1: But yeah, you can.
2: You know, and so, unfortunately, what happens is, is somebody, what doesn't cost me a dime to blog, therefore, my blog can't be worth a dime. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't cost me, you know, but a couple of dollars a month to run my podcast, so therefore I don't deserve more than a couple of dollars from this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No. You know, no. <laughs> um, um, so, right. so one of the one of the common things are people associate, you know, well, because I can give this away for free, I'm going to. No. No. You know, mm-hmm. if it makes sense to give it away for free, then go ahead and do that.
1: But that's got to be part of the purpose. Yeah, it's got to be part of the purpose put in at the outset
2: of the whole thing. You got it, man.
1: I got something I want to follow up with on that just as we come back from this last break. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting.
2: Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned through the Parental Power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use Parental Power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. I like the variety of of topics, the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm gonna come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day.
1: Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site where you can also add your own input Let's team up to start parenting on purpose
0: This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of the Dog Poop Initiative. This best smelling book could change your life Forever, it certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States, and in Israel, and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose.
1: So Paul, just before the break, as you were talking about People who who think, well, gosh, you know, I'm not spending anything on this blog. It didn't cost me anything. Therefore, it must not be worth anything. And I think that's the logical flaw that we have. What is
2: it worth? It's not one that I have. <laughs> it's not a problem with but me.
1: You've overcome that, have you? Yeah. Well, good. You know, it reminded me of a story, though. Um, a friend of mine shared this story with me last week on his blog where he said, you know, there was this guy who had a squeaky floor, and it was a nice wood floor, but it had this squeak that was just driving him crazy, and so he, he uh, called a carpenter to come over, and the carpenter walked around on the floor for a little bit. He heard where the squeak was. He knelt down on the floor, and with three blows, he hammered a nail into the floor, and it never squeaked again. And then he gave the guy a bill for 50 bucks and he itemized the bill. It was $2 for hammering, $48 to nowhere to hammer. Yep. And the value is in the human life contribution that we can make. It's it's not in the activity. It's not in the blog. It's not in the in the hour. I was in this trap for a while. You know, as a psychologist, I was billing people by the hour. Well, I'm not selling them an hour. I'm selling them all of the expertise that I have to apply toward their problem. And that's a whole lot different than selling an hour.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So overcoming that little uh, hurdle is going to help people to figure out not only the purpose for what it is that they're doing, but how they're going to, to create some kind of an economic engine for it because the purpose is rolled right into that economic engine. Yeah. So you know,
2: and, and the funny thing is, is this exists, this realization exists in the real world. It's just when we wrap it in a tech wrapper, we tend to lose all reality and lose all common sense. You know, if you were dying of cancer, and I had a pill That would make the cancer go away. Mm -hmm. You'd pay anything for that pill. Yeah, you know. And if you later found out that it was actually just aspirin, you know, you wouldn't say, "Well, my life is only worth the nickel." That uh, you know, that the aspirin cost. So give me the rest of my money back. You know, no. I I just saved your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no value on that at all. Mm-hmm. You, you know i i knew which nail to hit if you will
3: that's right
2: you know and and um you know if if you know you're about to meet somebody and and, and you know your your breath is at a really bad place and, and and you really need a mint and you know you offer some guy you know I'll give you ten dollars for a mint well you know if that if that presentation if that meeting closes a- you know a tremendous amount of um of 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 business you know you don't mind paying five dollars for the mint mm hmm you know, and heck, you were thrilled that some guy had a mint to give you for five bucks. Exactly. You know, and 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 that's where that's where you know some of, some of this stuff absolutely gets lost. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the the content, the value is is there, and and because it's it's provided through something inexpensive, you know, it doesn't change um, anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that's right because the value is still there. You know, I I thought as you were saying that, Paul. We get this in the real world, for yeah. the most part. And I think we've done ourselves a little bit of a disservice by calling all of the new media a virtual world. Right. And what does that even mean? Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I heard somebody say the other day that Facebook Facebook is the fourth largest country in the world. Yeah. And I, I don't know what all of the stats are around that, but this is a real place, a real gathering of real people. And if we keep that in mind and we know that the real people will value things differently, but they also, uh, they want real value. And to provide that, even if you can do it for free, you know, I struggled with this a little bit as I was creating some electronic products of some of the seminar content that I give and things like that. And uh, realizing that I could... i could sell that and distribute that online for next to nothing uh and then going through all of the gyrations of well should i should i you know sell it for less then uh because i'm able to deliver it for nothing or next to nothing and and it gets us off of that more fundamental discussion of what is the value right. to to that person and to their life
2: and information is is value. Information is power. You know. I mean, and um, and 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 we know that everywhere else. You know, um, um, the, the tremendous amount of money we spend on a college education these days. I mean, I mean, what did it cost the professor to give you? You know, nothing. It cost nothing for the professor to speak. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know. Yet, yet, you know, people are going six figures into debt to get the college degree.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and and happy about it. You know, and it's 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 the one. It's the one debt worth having, you know, or or, or something like that—some ridiculous thing like that. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you know, we we value content every other way, but for some reason, when it has a tech wrapper around it, you know, it's it's not real, and and that's doing more damage than good right now.
1: Mm. Well, you're one of the front runners out there to help to change some of these perceptions. And in this last segment, Paul, I want to spend a little bit of time allowing you to just kind of overview for us some of what what you're doing, what's available to people, uh, you know, in terms of the power tools or or the information or the tech that that they can tap into if they just know where to go. What kinds of things are you doing that you'd like to to make our listeners aware of today?
2: Well, I've got a blog where I talk about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's at paulcolligan.com, really creative domain name. Yeah, and um, sometimes I, I speak in in you know computer geek lingo and that kind of stuff, and, and so you know I'll just ask you right now to forgive me for that sometimes, but I, I would definitely I would definitely sign up for that. I would definitely read that on a regular basis. Um, you can either follow that all geek like through RSS feeds if you know what that means, or mm-hmm. there's a place right there on the web page where you can give me your email address, and as updates happen, we'll we'll send them to you automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a I've got a service called Premium Cast which is sort of a a, a web 2.0, you know, information marketing shopping cart engine, um, e-commerce engine, and it allows you to kind of leverage some of the tools that are out there, RSS and iTunes and Disc on Demand and private membership sites and all this stuff, and actually, you know, package your content and and sell your content accordingly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, every year we offer the podcast Secrets class. You know, currently that one's closed, but if you... Head out to Podcast Secrets. You can get on the waiting list and find out when it's open again next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you can take a look at that. You know those those are the big big focuses for what I'm doing right now. Um, you know you know in terms of tools, you know you can go to WordPress.com right now, and 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 you can you can get a free blog and and mm, yes. and try it. You know today and you can go to Blog Talk Radio, and you can get a free, you know, podcast that you, you call in. Um, try it today. I realize there's some real marketing disadvantages to having your podcast under somebody else's name or having your blog at somebody else's domain mm-hmm. that, that you would never want to take a very serious uh, stab at. But, um, you, you know, you know, to dip your toe in the water, you know, the the, the, the pink spoon over at 31 flavors if you will yeah you know um, um that that's that's all fine and dandy and, and and the fact of the matter is yes you can click a couple of buttons you know click submit and and now you're available to the entire world and um so that's that's what we have um those are the options in in front of us the the short list I mean you might want to play with this Twitter thing it's it's mm-hmm. fascinating you know in the next six months it's either going to be extremely important, or it's going to implode. I haven't figured out which yet. <laughs> um, so, you know, for the archive, you can uh, you can look back at this historically and go, you know, well, Paul Paul was right, um, mm-hmm. or, or Paul was wrong. I, I, I guess if it stays where it is in six months, um, um that's where, where you can say I'm wrong. But Twitter might be looking at it. I mean, you know, Oprah is paying attention to it, and Larry mm-hmm. King is paying attention to it, and Ashton Kusher is paying attention to it, and Barack Obama is paying attention to it. So... That's not a spectrum of figureheads, you know, that you may or may not agree with. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's certainly worth
3: paying mm-hmm. attention
2: to. Facebook makes a lot of sense as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's an old joke that people are leaving the internet every day for Facebook.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, and, and and they've they've wrapped all the functionality and all the form um, th- that we love in, in a really nice little package, and it's it's really really comfortable and uh, mm-hmm. something worth taking a look at as well. Those would be the top ones I'd recommend.
1: Well, and as you were saying earlier, you know, it might not be the top marketing move for your business to to get a WordPress blog or to get on to blog talk radio or something like that. But you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And like you said, you know, dip your toe in there. To take the little pink spoon. Get a sample. Uh, start to feel it out and immerse yourself. Get out there. This is the world that we live in. Yep. And whether it's a virtual world or a real world, I think those lines are blurring a little bit because this is our world. This is what it includes. And so, Paul, I think you've done a, a great job of getting people there to uh, to the introduction of these things and, and the things that you're making available through your website. And once again, that's Paul Colligan, spelled C-O-L-L-I-G-A-N, paulcolligan.com. And, uh, Paul, you've got all kinds of great links there. Your podcasts are available there. Yep. And a lot of great resources for people who just want to learn how to leverage this new media to get their word out. Paul, I sure appreciate your being with me today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for your contributions. I want to just just encourage everybody to go out there and live on purpose. We'll catch you on our next episode.